Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's happening. Hey, so why why do we drive on one side of the road and then other parts of the world drive on a different side of the road? Uh, I, I, you know what? That's a damn good question. I, why is that? I, I don't know. The, do, do we have the same like the Americans? Why is steering wheel on the other side of the road? Of the say. steering wheel on the other side of the car? I was going to say that's why it is because yeah. the, steer, the steering was on the. Okay, on the, then why is the steering wheel on the other side of the car? But hold on, do we are we do we follow the European or England. the American or English. the English model of? Yeah, and the American follow the. Uh, sorry, English uh, the. You, you Bro, we made we started the shit. car. <laughs> <laughs> we created the car, so our our model's the correct model. And then you guys went off and did whatever the hell you wanted. <laughs> well, actually, we created the car. You guys turned around and followed England. So blame that on England. Why is it should it should be one side of the car, like one side of the car for everywhere, so that when you go somewhere, you don't. Like I always get almost get hit in Australia <laughs> at least three times when I'm down here. Well, yeah, but hold well, on, that's, that's Ameri- just bloody racist. That's what that is. <laughs> but the Americans have done everything the opposite. No, you've got the imperial, you the, the metric versus did, the imperial. You did it opposite. No, nah, no, nah, we were here first, man. Huh? We were here first. We were here first. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it. Podcast. 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 Are we doing a podcast? Where's Sushi Mango? When I was your age, I was Samaya. Oh, you bastard. Ah, you like my salami, huh? The Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs Podcast. A podcast not about meatballs. Why do we call it that? I hate it. It's just stupid. Or a red start. Don't be shit. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. A podcast. Hello. Golf. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've heard him already. Please go play the tape. Today we speak to the greatest hype man ever. American rapper, promoter, and radio personality, recognized for his unique style and energy, he's collaborated with some of the greatest musicians of all time. With multiple global hits, his voice is amongst the most recognizable in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, if you got a $100 bill, put your hands up. We have the one, the only, the great Fat Man Scoop. Yeah. 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 Put your hands up. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll, t- I'll take that. That's cool. Uh, that was a great intro. That was a great intro. Who, who did it? I wrote it. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. Good. Great. Composed it, wrote it, and 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 executed it. Executed it. Great. Awesome to have you here, man. Thank what you so much for coming in. Appreciate man. it. What an honor. My, my body, man. Like I wish that y'all could have done this early in the morning, man. Like now I'm getting into it's. What the hell time is it? Oh, yeah, right. Actually, yeah, let's have a How look. How far behind are you? you? Let's have a look. Okay, okay, it was 14 hours in New York. Okay, New York, it's 12.30 a.m., 15 hours behind. Right, right, so that's 12.30 a.m. yesterday. Now, you have to understand, I should be in the bed right now. Yeah. Right. However, I'm here talking to, three, to the three of you. Yeah. Now, I got I to gotta go back, get some sleep, then get up, exercise an hour, and then go and, and work. So I'm, I'm going to be twi- And then I have to work tomorrow. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's- now, you know something? No exercise today. No exercise tomorrow morning, then. Nah, I guess yeah. it's over. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all over. Well, man. mate, that's the price you pay for being an international superstar like Fat Man Scoop, man. You got to do that stuff, right? Yeah, it's, it it's, comes with the territory. It, it comes with the territory. It's a blessing. I just try to... Okay, so no disrespect here, but when you go to, to this region... Yeah. You might as well be on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> on the moon because you're so far ahead, it's crazy. Yeah, man. So tell us, man, how did it all start? Where we go back. I mean, where where where'd you start from? How'd you get your break? I I started I started as a young kid who who always wanted to be in hip hop. So my my cousin, his name is Alan Jackson, and he used to be a, a local DJ named DJ AJ and um in Harlem, and you know, I must have been. This is at the birth of hip hop. I might have been five or six at that time. When you say birth of hip hop, that's around the time of Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Flash, oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Cool Herc, DJ Hollywood. Right when hip hop wasn't wasn't wear your jewelry and be the biggest, baddest, toughest Negro in the world. It was just we get out here, we show our arts and. It was it was a whole different vibe. So, you know, back then there was something called a park jam, mm-hmm. where they would they would steal electricity from the light posts, 
and bring the equipment. This is like it's real amazing. ghetto. Yeah, yeah, this is real ghetto. ghetto yeah, yeah. Do, it, do it yourself. My, my uncle, st- my uncle still does that. Yeah. <laughs> As he should. As he should. If you don't have to pay for electricity, why pay for it? Let, exactly, it, let somebody else pay for it. My grandma uses someone else's water. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, y'all can do whatever you want. Just don't use my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but so. You know, it, it came from you doing that and then they would set up the equipment and they would play records in the park. Yeah. And that's where the whole thing kind of started. And back then, there was a, there, you had the equipment and then you had a, a rope. A rope or a line or something like kind of making a boundary where you couldn't go because the equipment was there. And there was such a thing as being able to go behind the ropes, which is like go backstage. Sure. And... It that kind of the allure of doing that and being the man that everybody saw and stuff like that at a young age that caught me. Yeah. All right, so you wanted to get behind the rope. I want to get behind the ropes and see. Like now, it's it's not like that. Everybody want to be in the VIP. Yeah. Everybody got bottle service. Everybody think they're the man. It's not supposed to be like that. This is something you're supposed to earn. Sure. Everybody knows Billboard. Everybody knows the stats. Like there's nothing now that is has mystique about anything because everybody wants to do it. You know what I'm saying? Before, it wasn't like that. And um, at a young age, I was just looking around, yo, this is crazy, and knowing what I wanted to do, and then I would get the brush that I brushed my hair with, and like nine years old, I'm saying rhymes and stuff, and that just graduated to writing rhymes and doing that and being in like what we call U.S. high school and making a group, and then the group... The group got a record deal with Teddy Riley, and then you know, really, Teddy yeah. Riley. So you had, you wow. had a record deal with Teddy Riley. Oh, yeah, I'm because I'm from Harlem. Yeah, Teddy's yeah, from yeah. Harlem. Yeah, true, true. So yeah. I used to play dice with Teddy Riley's brother. Can you tell me what dice? Mm-hmm. Um, the, what, how do you play dice? Celo, Celo. So what do so you got to roll? A seven. You got to roll. You it's, it's it's let's say that you rolling right, and yeah. you roll with those three dice. You roll three, right? The bet is now: Can I roll? Can I take those three dice and roll more than more than that number three? Yep. And then certain things take you out of it. You know, um, head cracks. It, it, this is ghetto stuff. <laughs> like, it, like it take me a long time to educate you on the intricacies of the ghetto. And you could yeah, yeah. Play, <laughs> but, 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 are you guys playing for money only? Money, or money, just money, money, yeah, money. Just money. for money. Yeah, right. So, so uh, he used to be Teddy Riley's brother. Used to be an incredible. Dice player. Is that the guy who was in Rex and Effects? Yes. Yeah, yeah man. He, he was one of the dudes in Rex and Effects. Markel Riley. Markel Riley. Yeah. My right. dude, Markel Riley. Markel used to be an incredible dice player. We, I, I, I'm, I'm a student and disciple of Dougie Fresh. Right. So I don't know if you guys know who Dougie yeah, Fresh Dougie is, Fresh. but Dougie Fresh is the world's greatest entertainer for the younger people. He's the one that they made the record Teach Me How to Dougie about. Right. And um, I was basically in his farm team. My day-to-day mentor, my real mentor is DJ Chill Will, which is his DJ. And where we used to practice, there was another DJ, and that DJ's name was Easy Kid. So all of us imitating Dougie Fresh had two DJs. I had two DJs. Rob Bates had two DJs. So, you know, it was... was that kind like, well, of you you are a lyricist yeah at the time you were, I was a rapper you're a rapper right. yeah. so so here we are playing dice gambling stuff like that and um different path gambling is very dangerous mm-hmm. of course especially yeah. when you it's dangerous when you do it with people you know cuz it could go left at any time yeah. but it's even more dangerous when you do it with people you don't know a, a big rapper in the US yeah. uh uh take off from the Migos got killed yeah. over something like that oh so was that yeah, something I like saw that it was terrible it's yeah, over, yeah, it's, a it's a dice game it's a dice game it's a dice game at 2 o'clock in the morning you with got- people from with people you don't know from a neighborhood you don't know in a city you really don't know you're not from mm. that city so mm. and and, and Certified gangsters. This is, these is gangsters playing dice. Like you losing money and you getting aggressive with dudes. You don't get aggressive with dudes in a neighborhood you don't know. Yeah, that's it, crazy. It's just because you got money and you powerful don't mean these dudes are killers. Like most of these dudes are killers. You can't be doing that, man. It's, it's, yeah, there's no way that that's, that can work. So, so you tell me you're doing this from when you were you're when you were coming. Yeah, up. I'm 16, 17 and, and years so old. And so all these years later, it's still the same thing. It's same still... thing. Listen, you can get killed playing dice. Wow. Easy. So anyway. You know, playing dice, and we used to gamble right in front of this window. It's like on the first floor in the projects. 
That window happened to be, as Markel was his brother, that that window happened to be Teddy Riley's window where he in his room. Markel gives him our, our demo. He said, Teddy said, oh my God, this is crazy. Sign us right away. Um, we do the paperwork. That takes a long time because there were things in the paperwork that weren't, weren't good. It took us a long time, but we signed. And by the time we signed, Teddy Riley had broken up with his manager. And then... We were free agents, and we went to Puff Daddy. Chill Will took us to Puff Daddy. Did he have Bad Boy back then yet? No, this was, was this was before, before, Bad, before Boy. Bad Boy. This was when he was still at Uptown. Wow. Right. And um, gave him the demo, and he was like, yo, bro, here's what I want you to do, man. I want you to rap hard for the streets like you're doing, then we're going to put you in a suit and tie and make you for women. That's Biggie. That's big, yeah. Uh-huh. Big. Shit, so yeah. he had that idea, and this is this is actual truth that it happened. Uh, Puff way. said that to you. Yeah, this is actual truth. And I realized, I, you know, Puff was calling my crib, talking to my father, like you know, a bunch of different things. And I just realized it wasn't for me. I'm more of a comedian than I am a tough guy. When you make records where you're trying to be tough, there's a couple of different things that's going to happen in the hood. If you make those records, you now got to run with dudes who are like that. Sure. Because the first thing they're going to do when you get on the road is say, okay, you said you real, so let's see how real you are. We're going to get into a gunfight. I'm going to punch you in the face. We're going to test you gangster. When I go out on the road, when I see encounter people in the street, the first thing they do is start dancing. Yep. The first thing, yeah. like, when I encounter people in the street, they like fat me in school. They, there's no music and they just going fat me in school. They're dancing. <laughs> so... It's the same thing. If you're yeah. a gangster, they're going to test you like that. Yeah. So I, I was smart enough to know that I wasn't a gangster. And I said, I can't do this. And I went back to Puff and I said, this is music that I could really do. And it was more like De La Soul. It was really what was you're in right. my heart to do. Like, I wasn't no tough guy. I was just doing that because it was what was working. Yeah. And Puff took, i never forget, he took the cassette and he threw that shit all the way across the, the, the room. Like, get this shit out of here. I don't want this bullshit. Give me what I asked for. Like, give me the fire. And um, we left. I came back maybe about three or four weeks later and I said, Puff, I don't, I don't want to do this. He said, well, I said, what can I do in the business? He said, yo, you can do something called record promotion. I was like, what's that? He said, that's where you go to all the radio stations, make sure they play our records. I think he was doing that. It's gonna make it hard for me, so maybe I wanted to go back to rapping. In the meantime, over the weekend, there was another uh, dude that I went to school with that had a big record out, and I asked him, could I go and work at his record label? Worked at his record label as an intern for a year and a half. And um, one day, really bust my ass. Like I'm really putting work in because I have a kid coming. I'm like, yo, man, I cannot work at this this hospital doing this for 20 years. I can, like, that's not my life. And I worked really hard, and a year and a half later, I got an offer to run Tommy Boy Records. Tommy Boy is the house of, De- house of pain, mm. De La Soul, wow. Naughty by Nature. They put, they put me in there, and then I went off and did my thing, and from there, all those hits you heard, Coolio, matter of fact, Coolio, I'm the one who made the Coolio a hit. Wow. I'm the one who made Fantastic Voyage a hit. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, my thing with Coolio, I know Coolio Coolio. Yeah. I know the real Coolio. God bless the yeah, dead. I, I know Coolio Coolio. Like, yeah. So, when you say you made it a hit, mm-hmm. did, you mean you promoted it? Yeah, I promoted it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the one who went to the radio stations and, 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 and did it. Listen, the record was already going to be a hit on the West Coast. Mm. Let's, get, let's get that straight. Where I made a name was I made that record a hit on the East Coast. That record's not supposed to be a And you have to Coast. make it in the East Coast if you're going to make it. Well, not yeah. at that time, yeah, it was, it, it, it was yeah. like that. I mean, but where I made it was, <clears throat> I made that record hot on the West Coast, I mean, on the East Coast and in the South. And that's where people said, oh my God, you because back then, East Coast and South was still all like hip hop purists. It yeah. wasn't like it is now where the South runs everything. What what you go in there and you, you say hey it's you, go in there, you go in there with a record. You go in there with whatever record. Yeah. Boom, here here's the record. And promotion is a people business. So I gotta talk to you. I gotta convince you to play this record. I gotta know your family. I gotta know your touch points. I gotta do certain things like it's your wife's birthday, man. Here's something for your wife. Boom, boom, boom. It's certain things is that you have to do. And um, 
you know, I did those things and I got those records played. It's relationships. Everything is about relationships. Yes. So got the record played, wound up, um, I lived at the radio station, every radio station. Like all my time was either in the club or the radio station. That's where I spent my entire day. Wound up um, being at Hot 97 so much, which was the only station playing hip hop music at the time. I started by coming up every morning for the morning show. Then I would give people coffee, giving people coffee, giving people donuts, doing stuff. Then one that led to, yo man, here come through the door. Then I wound up walking back and forth past the 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 air booth where they, you know, where people do the radio, and they, you know, they would see me and they'd be like, "How the hell is he a promoter and he's in here?" That's <laughs> amazing. Then they would be like, "Scoop, come in." Then I got on the mic. I took it from the, then I became a, like a character on the show. And one day, the the program director of High 97, God bless his soul, Steve Smith, he said to me, yo, bro, you're here so much, why don't you just work here? Two, three years, I was doing my thing, I was already popular, celebrity, and my brother had to go to university. When he had to go to university, my parents didn't have $50,000 a year to to go, put him through university. So I went back to my roots. I started thinking, what can I do to make 50,000? And I heard somebody make a, uh, make a record, like a crowd participation record. So I went to make a crowd participation record. It was terrible. It's worse. This record was bad. <laughs> I don't even remember. I wish, I wish I had the record because then I could play it to show people how bad it was. Um, wound up getting meeting the Crooklyn clan did the first record hands up and then it was it was off from there. That's where we that are. That was the, the that was twenty seven. That was twenty eight years ago. So you you, you literally twenty eight years ago. That was twenty eight years ago. So from the bottom to the top. Yeah, that was twenty eight years. And ago. you made it behind the ropes. Yeah, I made it. I basically I made it. I made it behind the ropes. The ropes right, I made it behind the ropes. An amazing story. It, it, it took time, and you know, I didn't know everything that you do in your life has a purpose. You are where you supposed to be right now for a reason. So I was a rapper, that failed, then I went into the music business, wound up learning how to make make and promote records, then turned around, made my own records, and now because I knew every DJ across America, and I have the relationships from talking to them, I'm like, listen, because when you're a DJ, I know your family, but you know my stuff too. Mm. So I went and I said, listen, this record I'm doing for my little brother Kendall, Boom. He, oh, you doing it for Kendall? Boom, boom. I would send them the vinyl and they would be like, I don't care what this is. It's going to get played. It's good because you had the relationships. Right, because they had the relationships because they knew I was doing this for my, my brother Kendall. Yeah. When they heard the first record, the record was fire anyway. So when they heard that, they said, this and you doing it for Kendall? Bang. Bang. And then the record, it just took off from there. Man, wow. it's just, it's, it's, did it take a while? Yeah, you got your 50, nah, this, 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 this. <laughs> Listen, when I put 50, that first record out, Hands Up, which was off Buster Rhymes, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Could See, that record took off so quick. But keep in mind, I'm a record promoter. So I know how to promote records. Sure. I know every mm. I know every DJ across the... It's like me knowing every DJ had hit. They would have played it if it was shit but, anyway. But it was a, <laughs> but it was it a banger. Was banger. So they were like, they were like, what? Yeah. Boom, and it it, 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 it took off. From there's me. not a there's not a was discussing this before. There's not a party that you go to that it don't play. Not there's not a party. Any uh, party you go to any twenty first, thirtieth, fortieth, whatever whatever you go to stadium stadiums stadium. in America in in America every NBA NFL <clears throat> Major League Baseball station stadium they play in that. Period. I've been saying, what's your zodiac time? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. But again, that record, those records wouldn't have been nothing if I made the decision to get up and make those records because I wanted to be famous. Those records are hits right now because I did something and taking care of my family and my loved ones. And God put his hand on it and said, okay, you want to do that, bro? There you go. That's your gift. Twenty eight years, and it's still this. It still ain't going away. No, it's yeah. fresh. That's the thing no, about no, it. No, it's relevant. It's fresh. It feels like it could get released today. Still, fresh. listen, bro. Albo heard that record. How yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> we heard Obama about that. heard that record. <laughs> Hillary Clinton heard that record. The Queen of England heard that record. Man, yeah, man. the it's Queen amazing. of England's been somewhere, and they bass drop. <laughs> like, like if you went to any any major figure on this planet and said. 
and played a snippet of that song and said, do you know what this song is? They might not know the name, but they're like, yes, I know that. So you went to the, the DJs, which you all knew, yeah. but then it just literally caught fire, right? Everyone was because like, this is the fucking he, best song ever, and it just went, he, he, you he, went on. Here's the thing, you said, I went on what? So you went on to, 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 to do music with everyone. The list is yeah. never ending. Bro, that list, that list, that list, that list, that list on Wikipedia is just what people can remember. Yes. Listen, there are songs that come on that I'm like, I don't even remember recording that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I've done so much where I'm like, what a, where did I record? Yo, that's my voice. That's yeah. my voice. But I don't remember saying this, this, and that. Where did, I, where, did, where did that happen? So there's a bunch of that. There's records I made. There's vocal packs I released to the, to the public because I understood that give it to the DJs and let it go like wildfire. Let them... Let them be. Let them bootleg it and do whatever they do. But as they bootleg it, they make they make my job easier. They do the work for me. Yeah. Mm. So I. So that's it. Releasing packs. Um. I know for a fact I'm the most sample voice in in the history of music. Facts. Yeah. Definitely. Well. Because I've been on so many people have sampled my voice so many times on so many records. I've been blessed to be, quote unquote, the DJ savior. So if your party is not moving, yeah, you can go to three or four of my records and it'll save you. Yeah, true. Oh yeah, it's true. Absolutely. You can go to if be no one's faithful. dancing at a party. You can go to be faithful. You can go to lose control. You can go to um, you can go to Sean Paul, and you can go to I wanna dance with somebody. Yeah, you you yeah. can you can go to a bunch of those records and 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 be and and get yourself out of a problem. You said you had to raise 50 grand for someone, for your brother? For my brother, I had to raise brother. 50 grand. First year of university was 50 grand. So that first record was cr- was r- rubbish. No, the first record was rubbish, but when I got the other one from with the Crooklyn Clan, with Clan. DJ Riz and Scissorhands, it blew up. So how'd you meet them? Do you know them? Well, I, his, I, 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 Funkmaster Flex, who is arguably the most powerful DJ in America, he played a record. Uh, by DJ Cool, which is one of my other mentors. Shout to DJ Cool. I um, wound up hearing them play this record, play, hearing Flex play this record, is New York in the house right now? And that was by DJ Cool. And at the end he said, DJ Scissor Hands, Crook the Clan, DJ Wiz, Cook the Clan. And when I went into the when I went into the studio, I said, yo, who is DJ Wiz and Scissor Hands? He said, oh, that's DJ Wiz. Wiz happened to be one of the DJs I used to talk to. He said, come out to Canarsie, Brooklyn. I went out to Canarsie, Brooklyn in like the most Italian, Guido, like, you know, like <laughs> dudes looking like, uh, dude, yeah, yeah, dudes looking like Paulie D, you know, dudes. Basically looking like us. Dudes, you know, like mob dudes, like, I remember there was a dude named Dragonelli, like you know, there's a bunch of wild stuff, like wild dudes, and going going out there and being in front of a church. And I had never yelled anything. I had never yelled anything. I was just used to being in the clubs, going, "Hey, Hot ninety seven, it's the so and so dance party with Fat Man Scoop. You're live on the air." Like I was used to doing that. Went to went to him, and they said, um, "I said we gonna make this record," and they said, um, "Yell something." And I said, like, what do you mean yell something? He said, yell something. I said, well, the fuck do you want me to yell? What's wrong with you? He said, yell hands up. I don't know if it was Riz or Sis that said, yell hands up. And I was like, just yell hands up? I was like, they were like, yeah. I was like, hands up! And when I said that, i never forget DJ Scissorhands, he was jumping, like he must have jumped... He could jump from ground to here. <laughs> he was like, oh shit, we got our own sample machine. And because I could say the things and make a sample and make the records. Now, that was the beginning. That was everything. it. That was it. Unbelievable. And tell me, did your brother end up, uh, the $50,000 that went towards his education? Well, like 200000 200000 Remember, because it's, it's, it's 50000 a year for four years. So, so you went for 16 years, the amount of money you made. So, so, so <laughs> my, brother, my brother wound up getting out of college and then going on the road with me. So he had been out here many times with me, maybe three or four times. Um, you know, Joe, Joe, Joe Nemar, for, like he, had, he had brought us out here. We, we had... Um, come out here many times. My brother toured with me for about five years. Sure. Okay. And um, one day he woke up, he said, yo man, I gotta be my own man. 
He mm. said, I'm going to go be an intern. And he went to be an intern under RZA. Under RZA? Under RZA at Razor Sharp. Yeah. And then he went to he went to Payday with, my, with one of my good friends, Fuzzy. Then he went to TVT and worked with Theo... Theo Brown, and he worked, you know, worked some of those Pitbull records, those Little John records. Same uh, yeah. thing I was doing, so he's, he's, a, a, a record promotion. Mm. So he did the he did the same thing I did, and then he got a did he went to Def Jam. They they were they revolutionized the promotion business. They started making mixtapes of all the artists that were on the label. This took off. This went crazy. Mix- Mixtapes of the artists that were on the label. It's called Best of Both Offices. Wound up making a lot of noise. And at the time, there were two big artists on Def Jam, Young Jeezy and Rick Ross. Rick and, Ross. Right, and um, young Rick Ross went to my brother, Kendall, and he said, I want you to run my label and be the president of my label, Maybach Music. So my brother was the president of Maybach Music for about five, six years. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. You, That's amazing. And, and what did he study? Who, my brother? Yeah. Communications. Communications. So the, did he pay you back the 200 grand? Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know something? You know something? That, that, that's crazy. He never paid me back the, the 200 grand, but here, here's the story with that. At the time in 2000, 2016, 17, I'm going through a divorce. Um, there were some things that went on with with some of my business relationships that went wrong, and I, I wound up in a situation where I was on my knees, literally. Eviction notice on my door. Oh wow! Like, real, like okay. real. I was down. They like literally. They put the eviction notice on my door, and they were like, "Yo, man, you got ten days to get out of here." And my brother came and he said, "Yo, bro, here's fifty k." Yeah. Bruh. And it, but that's the way your family's supposed Absolutely. to be. Yeah, because I had, back listen, I had paid for my brother and taken care of my brother my entire life, but he came back when I needed it. That's real family. Yeah. Real family is not, I've never, knock on wood, I've never talked loud to my brother. Mm-hmm. But, it's my brother there, we never, never, never fought. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sure y'all, 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 y'all fought? Yeah, yeah man. Okay. Well, how, old you, how, how much older are you than each other? It, well, I'm, 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 I'm three, three years younger. Okay, so yeah. I'm, I'm 11 years younger than my, older than my brother. Oh, right. Okay. So to an extent, <clears throat> Growing up, I was like a father yeah. figure yeah. to yeah, my fa- even though my father was in the house. Yeah, yeah. I was still the day taking him to school, picking yeah. him up. So you he, raised he, your brother. He, yeah, to an extent, yeah. I, I raised, raised him, him, and I've always been there for him. And and listen, and I'll never forget my daughter walking up to that thing and seeing that. The, the the feeling that you get in the pit of your yeah, stomach absolutely. when you don't know when things are stable mm-hmm. is crazy. You know, he saved he saved my life. Mm. That's, and, and and that's how it is, man. With with family, your family's supposed to be there at your worst moment, even if y'all hate each other. Oh, even, even if you the two of y'all were fighting and y'all hate each other, 100%. if there's an emergency, you supposed to be on deck. Hundred percent. I'd give him my last dollar. I didn't want to. I would give, give me the money I, I now. T- I take I, your last dollar. Give me the I'd money now. I give him my last no, dollar. No, I charge him interest for it. Right. Money back. But you, you give it to him. I go give it to him. Now, now I don't know if I'm going to give him twenty five percent interest daily. Right. But that, it's, it's not much. That's that's like mob prices. <laughs> I don't know. If, Again, we look like the guys. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would give my brother a kidney. But but like that like like. I'd be like, listen, we got to get somebody on the list. Yeah. But, <laughs> but 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 anything that I could do for my family, I'm gonna do. And that, yeah, listen, course, the whole of story of be faithful is just family, bro. That's it. Yeah, it's amazing. And listen, let's go back to because you've, you 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 referred to yourself as Fat Man Scoop way back when. How did that start? How did this name of yours well, develop? If was it all? Probably to us, and we know how it feels because people ask us all the time. Where's Sushi Mango come from? He's only been asked this a million times. Yeah, but <laughs> well, you can't hear not it. Uh, a million hear times, it. a million answers. Yeah, and people want to know. My cousin, Alan, his father, my uncle Jack, he used to take me to go get ice cream. One and a half year old, two year old, just walking. I would cry and complain if I didn't get ice cream. <laughs> and one day he just said, scoop, and it stuck. And my, my family, my friends, my teachers, your professors, everybody called me school. 
Even the teachers could yeah, just teachers, Yeah, because I was just like, I won't answer to anything else because I didn't like uh, my name at the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like the name that was given to me by my parents. I thought it was corny. So I was like, do not call me that. Am I allowed to call you that now? I mean, you know, well, what listen, is it? in the last, in the last three years, three to four years, I finally got comfortable with it because mm. it's actually, they actually did me a favor. I didn't realize that what the power in it was until I started to go look for a job. Uh, yeah. So a lot of my mm. friends were getting refused. <clears throat> but when Isaac Freeman III was on the application, they would always call me back. And they would, my friends would be like, Yo, why are they calling you back? And I didn't realize Isaac Freeman III sound like money, sound like 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 a white dude or something. So when I would come back, yes, am I black? Sure, but at least I got back. Yeah. And and the name, the name is a powerful name. So mm. my thing is, I only like to be called that name by either women who like me, or if. The police are charging me with something. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac you've been charged with like like that. I don't, don't call I'm, me that. Call me Fat Man. Right, right, right. The, you know, the name that that you either get in trouble with, your mother call you, yeah. or a woman call. That's you. it. So scoop. It's that's the name, and, and ironically, well, not ironically, actually, should say it's also bless you because now you've got ice cream parlors. Yeah, you. you well, you, we're, we're, I'm working on it with a company called Mikey's Ice Cream in Harlem. Oh, that's great. Right, okay. So I'm gonna put up an ice cream and pizza shop. Yeah, because good. those those are the two things that I can't live without. <laughs> but those are the two things that are the worst for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what, what I, you it's, it's it's a common. It, it, you know, I have I've got to the place where I understand how my body works, and I also understand that my body's my corporation. I didn't understand that before. Um, I've always I don't eat red meat. I don't eat no. pork. I don't eat chicken. No. I haven't done that for 30 years. Vegan? vegan? Well, not vegan. I eat shrimp and, and tuna and, oh, yeah. and pescatarian. Yeah. pescatarian. Pepperoni on a pizza, you can yeah. probably stay Every that. once in a while, every once in a while, I'll have a pepperoni pizza, but that's every once in a while. Like it's five, you can't very, live without that. That's, not, that's ca- not even breaking huh? the rules. Do you have Capuchosa back in, in America? You no. have what? Capuchosa. No, 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 they don't have Capuchosa. Capuchosa. What the hell is Capuchosa? No, 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 no,
that's the best pizza I've ever had in my life. That's my favorite pizza shop in the world. However, um, Dave Portnoy from um, Boston, oh, yeah, what he, yeah. he, he put a pizza, he put a, he has a pizza thing. Yeah, right. So when I meet him, I'm gonna be like, all right, bro, you you talking? Give me the list. Let me go see what, what it's about. And I had a list of the best pizzas in New Jersey. And I went to number one, which was Crispy Pizza in New Jersey. That was damn good. But I want to go and make my, I'm going to eventually make my own list. But I got to do that and work out and eat in moderation. Yeah, but your, I, your, 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 your place has to be on top of the list. That's the, that's the aim, right? Yeah, you're, the, you're, my, my, you got to, here's the thing. You got to beat my place. Okay, yeah. you're already on top. You got to beat my yeah. place. Oh, so you're already at the top. You're already the at the top. I'm already, so listen, Anthony, like the spot I go to, You'll see, like on the oh. wall, they got people who are who are there. Anthony Bourdain was standing in line. I saw. I've I've seen a couple. I went to New York, but you talking? You go to have a New York slice, mm-hmm. or you talking pizza Napolitana pizza? No, I, New York slice. New York slice. Listen, okay. I've gone okay. to Italy. I've gone every. Listen to me. I'm gonna be honest with you. No disrespect. No, 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 the no. Pizza, don't say it. The pizza. <laughs> not, no, listen, my man. The pizza in Italy is not it, man. It's not at least. Oh my god. No, listen. What a hurts me. Hold on, the pizza in Italy is not it. Nah, it is. But the spe- no, no, fam, it's not it. It is fam, it's compared, it. Compared, 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 no, sorry. <laughs> compared to New York slice, it's not it. But, but it's where it comes from. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me, let me, hold on, let me, let me just, let me get it, get the thought out. The spaghetti, oh, nah, is next. There's nobody in the world. I went to Amalfi Coast. Uh-huh. I went to Rome. Mm. I went to uh, Milano. Mm. I went and like any place you go in Italy. I don't care where it is. You get a plate of spaghetti. It's gonna be the fire. Fire as they can get. So, I, so I'm a black man, but I'm Italian inside. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't eat, I don't eat. You know, I don't eat black eyed peas and you know. Uh, uh, collard collard green. I don't like none of that. Yeah. All the food for me is Italian. Well, they say that the, the black people love fried chicken. Is that? I don't like. That, I don't like fried chicken. I no, love. To, I love fried chicken. I don't like it. It's, I don't. I don't like it. Oh, shit, I, I don't I like it. I, I'm not a fried chicken dude. I love it. My thing is anything with tomato and cheese. Yeah. Scampi. Yeah, you're Italian. Um, 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 scampi, bro. Oh, that scampi um, is shit, man. Um, um, anything with shrimp. Oh, um, huh. Anything with I'm not a white sauce I'm not an Alfredo sauce no, guy no, When you do the pasta uh, 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 Any Parmesan Reggiano oh, yeah. like, We talking about real shit now like, I can see your mouth is watering yeah, right yeah, like, yeah. I'm bringing you some cheese on Friday I'm just Like real shit Bring a gun of Badano cheese and Let's bring some food I'm getting hungry Back to the style of pizza Yeah, The New York pizza is amazing Because it stays up Right. So you grab a slice It stays like that Yeah it stays like that you have to I never had. I want to Napoli- Napolitan pizza yeah. flops. You, there's a different. There's a way but, to eat it. It's just, it, but it's not. It's not. It's different. It's not the bread. The the water. It's, it's, it's not the ends all floppy. It, it, flip, it, it just it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's not different. the thing, man. Like it's different. It's not the thing. And then you know, there's different kinds of pizza in America. There's real pizza. Yeah. There's gas station pizza. What about yeah, the yeah. Um, the, you know, the um, Chicago deep dish? The deep dish is they good. The there's a, um, I think on top. There's a there's a what, what's the it, name of that thing? It's called I forget the deep dish company, but they got the fire. They got the fire. <laughs> <laughs> they got some real fire over there. I love it. They got some real fire. I like. Domino's Pizza in the Ooh. UK. Ooh. Thin crust. Man, I had a Domino's Thin crust. No, not a thin fan crust? over here. Yeah, I don't, I'm here. Not, it's not, the thin crust over here is not like the thin crust in England. And I like the thin crust because it you can eat it and it's you know it's not a lot of calories. It's light, but it yeah. tastes really, really good. Do you like the, for some do you like Italian sweets as well, the cannoli and stuff uh, of like course, that? come on, oh, man. Yeah, like cannoli, cool. how you gonna not have cannoli, bro? <laughs> you so, really so, are Italian, my friend. You really are Italian. There's 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 a Fat Man Scubini. Yeah, Fat Man Scubini. there's a there's a there's a place in a restaurant in New York, if you ever go to New York, it's called Carmine. Carmine, I'm there immediately just for the name. Car- Car- Carmine, listen, that is my favorite restaurant in the world. Yeah, yeah, because it's a family style restaurant, so you get a lot of food, and it's just 
the Italian style and it's not about being flashy and all that. Yeah, like, you know how when so you go true. to a restaurant, dudes are, dudes are taking pictures more than they eating? Yeah. I don't mm. like those kind of restaurants. Neither, I don't like restaurants where you're trying to you prove go you in, got money. Get busy. You get, go there, you get busy, you have fun, you talk, stuff like that. The cheaper the restaurant, actually the more comfortable I am. Hey, yeah, you know what? We're like coming to New York next year for some shows. We'll get the dates. Yeah, we'll yeah, go yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. We'll go. All right. I'll take, I'll take, you, to, I'll take you to some real shit. Is and that then, Little Italy? Um, no, no. That's where I'm talking. Uh, Pizza Suprema is on. Uh, across the, the road from. Uh, the, from Madison, Madison Square Garden. It's literally right across the street from And that's from your Madison number Square. one pick. Number one. Now, now, now. What I am going to do, because everybody talks. Oh, uh, you you don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, let, let's see. New Haven, Connecticut has really good pizza, too. Mm. New Haven, Connecticut has some of the best pizza, too. I haven't really gone up there and really dug into it, but they got some good damn pizza, too. Chicago got good pizza. Like, those three places are like the Trinity to an extent. And I know there's people going to hit me like, yo, what you know? You don't know nothing about pizza. Yo, come see me. Come see me. Come see me. I'll tell you what, whilst you're in- Come see Fat Man Scopini. Whilst you're in in Melbourne, you got to get a hold of uh, one of Grady's pizzas. No, he'd hate it. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. No, no he'd like, like it. No, he won't. It's Napolitano pizza. He's been arguing with you to the fucking no, no, it's not going. It's, I don't care what he says about it. That's not a time. He's, if, he will if, like if it. If it's like that, I'm not going to do it. Give me something no, like, we'll we'll give me like vegetable lasagna. Ooh. Give me arancini? shrimp lasagna. You like arancini? Huh? Arancini. What is arancini? Oh, you'll love arancini. Oh, you know, it's got the rice balls. With the cheese inside. Oh, come on, man. We're talking about fire now. Fire. Like, so, so what I usually do, because I don't, I don't, I like bolognese style. Yes, I don't eat, meat. I don't eat meat. So what I do is I take. I, I was on TikTok, and there was a um, the guy who took who cooks for Puff for for yeah. Denny, made a recipe, and he took shrimp and he put it in the processor, and he he did it. Oh. He put breadcrumbs in it to kind of make it like that and then you fry it and it's mm. like bowling maize and, he, yeah. and I make my own I make my own um, sauce so you I don't make your get, own I don't sauce get, yeah, I, get, I, don't, I don't do the sauce out the jar no more you make I your get, own sauce I get busy Fuck with it yeah. alright we've got a we've got a scoop from Fat Man Scoop here you make, Fat you Man Scoop makes his own sauce it's on my Instagram you can see it I make my bro, own joint bro we need to make sauce together man I, <laughs> but I, I have a different way I, I do use some canned ingredients to make sauce yeah. but I use a little bit of tomato paste. That's fine. Um, you yeah. know, I, I use you know the scampi sauce. Yeah, I shake the scampi sauce up. I put a little bit of that in there. Tomato paste, garlic, um, basil. Like I like I get busy with my own my own thing. Like I, I get busy. I don't. I, there's no more. After I learn how to make my own sauce, there's no more ragu. There's no more no, from the store. That. Like yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah fuck that shit. <laughs> crushed tomatoes. Uh, like I either get the crushed tomatoes, the diced tomatoes. I'm gonna cook it down. You mm. smash it, let it, let it, let it reduce. Though the, oh, I'm getting busy with. It. I'm, 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 I'm not playing with it. Like I'm, I'm not. Like I'm, I'm about that life, man. Like you come to that. Yeah. Well, man, that's that's that's, that's amazing. I, I love where this this fucking conversation went. It always ends up on pizza and pasta with no, us. No, but no, come. Come on, man. This is I understand. I understand it because I live that. Yeah. So I don't. It, it, I don't want any other kind of food other than Italian food. If I could eat food every day, it would probably be from the Italian tree, and then maybe I go to the Chinese food. If, I, we, had, if we had more time, we, we, we should we should have done a cooking segment, man. Next time we come. Take me to your mother's. Yeah. Let's get busy. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. There'd be a free bottle of sauce there for me. She's going to hate the sauce. Don't about that. That's another thing. Carmine's, Carmine's has amazing sauce that they make. Their marinara that they make yeah. is the fire. No, Kirk, man. Well, listen, man. We've taken us all this time already, man. Thank you so much for coming in, man. Appreciate you. Honestly. I don't know how this came to food and all. No, that I love stuff, it. I love it. Well, know, that's I, that's a big part of what actually, we are, what man. Do you, so it's, what do you do, sorry, Carl? But on tour, when you because you go around everywhere, yeah. we've been late nights. It's hard for us Yo, to bro, find something. Yeah, what are you doing for? Yeah. Okay. Do so, you pre-pack? So it took me a long time to get to this point, like because. I would break my agreement with myself all the time. So I brought, and I gotta I gotta go get another one. I think I'm gonna have to get Joe or somebody to take me. You know the thing, it's like a glass container and you put the onions and the cucumbers on it and you hit it like that and oh, it yeah, goes yeah. through the yeah, smash. Right, 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 right. So I, I brought one of those with me 
And when I get hungry, I just go get my, get my cucumber, get a red onion. Ah, good boom, onion, boom, man. Boom, and you boom, eat that. Boom. Yeah? And you make you make a little a cup and make a little salad. That's a good idea. You, you throw you throw um you throw some prawns in there, you know, some cooked prawns from the store, and that's it. You that's go it. for it. Bang. It, 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 salad it, that's right a really there. good idea, man. And, and some balsamic and he, some olive oil and, yeah. you know, like. Because you, you can get stuck into the shit food bro, after. You got the, the adrenaline. You got to come off stage. Bro, you just want to eat everything. That's, that's the, listen, for years, you come off, you have a Domino's. You come off, you have Macca's. You come off, you have KFC. You come off, you have... Anything that's available, so you know. I remember years ago I saw you actually. You're in you're in the city mm -hmm. in a in a and it was late. I was having my late night um, bender? Feed, feed bender, but I was having a feed at the Chinese place, and you were sitting there. I was like, hey, that man's good. <laughs> like I, I will, I will, you know, eat. And another thing, eating late at night bad. is a bad move. Bad move. Mm. So you, I try now and listen. There are times that I make mistakes like anybody, where I'm like, shit, I should have just went to sleep. Oh yeah, oh, it's, it's every night. So so <laughs> when I leave you guys, I gotta go back to the to the hotel. I got two choices. I can eat some of that shit in there, or I can or I can um eat that salad and go to sleep. Or I can go to sleep. So I probably go to sleep. Mm, that's it. Hey, quickly before we let you go, yes, sir. you got a message for our friend Elbow? Yeah, man, he's gotta come. Like, so like, what's the deal? What, okay, so what, so all right. What so here's the thing. All right. So, Albo. Okay. So Scott. Mar uh, this started with uh, Scott Morrison. Morrison, right? So I'm 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 flying to England, right? So I'm coming down on approach to Heathrow, and my phone is fucking bang bang. I mean, like 400 messages. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And it was. Morrison had used my song for question time. Oh. Right? You got to put your hands up. Now, that's cool. Okay. Right? You know, they criticized him because they said that, you know, my lyrics were suggestive. Who fucking and like, come on, man. Like, I'm not saying kill, 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 bitch, ho, nah, kill, yeah, kill, kill, excess. motherfucker, ho, ho, ho. Right? So, <laughs> Morrison wound up using it. I hit him on the D, I hit him on the Twitter DM. I was like, what's good, bro? What's happening? He hit me back. We wound up talking and stuff like that. Um, he was going to come to uh, R&B Fridays Live. At the time, it was still R&B Fridays. Yeah. And um, that didn't work out. I think that didn't work out because he didn't he didn't particularly want the backlash. Yeah. Um, and I just said, you know something? I got to continue that. So I, I reached out. on the If I'm on the radio in front of thousands of people, millions of people, I just said, your your elbow, your bro, you a DJ too? Like, come on, get your, <laughs> sir, get your ass down here. And um, he, just, he was the DJ. And, yeah, he's a DJ. So I said, yo, bro, this ain't like you don't know what to do. Get down here. Just come here. I'm gonna give you the thing. All you gotta do is hit the records. Make sure it's the right speed. Whatever, do your thing. And I came out here in August to promote it. And they said, okay, you know, elbow, boom, 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 boom. You want to do X, Y, and Z? But I never got an answer. So, because you know, if you, when you go and hit, hit, yeah, you yeah. hear the, you hear the thing on the speakers. Yeah, I said, "Wait a minute, hold on." This man hasn't answered me back, so I just pushed in the door with Feather and I was like, "Sir, <laughs> talk to me now, <laughs> sir. Respectfully, give me something, sir. I need, I, I need to, I need to talk to you, sir. What, what, what is going on? I need an answer." And I told him, "If you don't." If you don't come, I'm gonna get my Australian citizenship and I'm gonna run against you. <laughs> and he just said, "I'll block you." I'll block your citizenship. And what did he say? He said, "If you if you try to run against me, I'll just block your Australian citizenship." <laughs> oh, fuck you know. That's, that's, that's hardly fair. That's, he's half Italian, so he probably wouldn't. Do that. <laughs> now he's going. He, he, Albo, I get a good I get a good vibe from him. Yep. I get a good vibe from him. We're trying to get him on one of the shows. I do understand that he's. He's basically the president of Australia mm. in my mind. Yep. You know, it's prime minister president. Same. So it's almost like trying to get Obama to do a show. Yes, well, we, right. we, we had Scott Morrison on this. Okay. So we had him on this. Okay, okay? So, then, so then why, what I got, listen, what I got to do? Do I have to pet his dog? I got to walk his cat? <laughs> <laughs> what I got to do? I got to come and do this, do this thing. We feel the same way because he won't come on here. Elbow won't come on here. Why not? I don't know. Okay, so look, maybe we need to, 
either create a coalition or support him. <laughs> that we can like all we can we can pressure him. You pressure him on the podcast when I come down here. I just go and I'm like, yo, listen. You can do this all at one time. You can DJ there. They'll do the podcast in the back. Get it all done. <laughs> get us out of your. Get us out of your hair, man. You know what, man? I think maybe if you cook some of your sauce and your your, your homemade you pasta, you you maybe you we can get him down okay, that way. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, hey that, man. Honest, pleasure to meet you, man. Thank you, brother. It's been amazing. Absolutely, it was, it was honor, a great man. night. It was a great night. I did a wedding. Yeah, we was hosting. Yeah, yeah. we did together, and that's what the connection. So, and you killed it, man. They, they, the crowd went absolutely berserk. They were bumping for the whole time you were there. You know, you, you know, so funny about that, and I'll leave you on this note. The sign of a true professional is when you don't go into the best conditions and you still are able to do something. Mm. Yeah. So when I got there, they didn't have the proper equipment. Half of it was the music wasn't where it needed to be for the impact that I want. Because in order to have a real impact, you got to have loud music. And it wasn't like it wasn't like that when I DJed or performed, but sometime when you just give the energy, you're able to get through it, and it, it, it wound up being a really, really good Amazing, man. man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate Thanks, it. I appreciate you guys having me here, and I'm going to go back to my room and go to sleep. This is the hardest <laughs> part of it because Australia, when you come down here, it's a mix of melatonin <laughs> and five-hour energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now I have to go back. It's, it's, it's 4.30 in... 4.30. Yeah. Okay, so what time is it in America? 1.39. Okay, so it's 1.39 a.m., right? 1.39 a.m. I'm really supposed to be awake at 4 because that's the time I wake up in America every morning. You wake up at 4 o'clock? Yeah. Shit, Bro, why? What are you talking about? It's the millionaire hour. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, like, also, like, 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 it's also very early. Yeah, but here's the thing: <laughs> you want to, you want to read, pray, do all that stuff before any phones start ringing. Mm. Then you can get to all of the shit that you need to do that doesn't that that you can do without a phone. At nine o'clock, you can get into your phone calls and do what you got to do, and then you could be off and do your day. So. When I can get up early, I get up early. Yeah. Nah, look, I've always wanted to be a morning person, but I just uh, can't seem to. Fix it. yourself. <laughs> Fix yourself, bro. You just got to gotta get there. Fix get yourself. Up, get I, up I still, I'm a morning person. I get up at, at 10 o'clock. Yeah, get up. <laughs> every morning I get up before lunch at least. So. But here's yeah. the thing. But here's the thing. It depends on what your goal is and what you're doing. Yeah. You guys are entertainers. You don't have to get up that early. Y'all got guys handling stuff for you. Mm. I still handle a lot of my stuff. I still read the emails. Even though I have an assistant, I read the emails. I do stuff. Sometimes I'm recording early in the morning because nobody's ringing the phone. Nobody's doing nothing. So that's how I do my personal day. But that's it. I'm going I'm going back and go to sleep. Bro. Go, to, go sleep, to sleep, man. Get some rest. Thank you very much. Thank Absolute you. legend in here. That's another week of the Saucy Meatballs podcast with Fat Man Skip. And if you've got $100, Bill, put your hands up. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Hey guys, Daniel here, aka Shit Jamie, to read out some credits. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs podcast. If you like the show, make sure you're following it by tapping follow on the podcast profile page and giving it a rating. This podcast is produced by Head On Media and is a Spotify exclusive. Our next episode will be out in a week. Don't forget you can listen and watch the full episodes exclusively on Spotify. Spotify.